0: For all the, the new parents out there, mothers, fathers, or people with young little ones, what, what advice you got for them?
1: Oh, I would have to say the biggest thing with your children is patience. You have to have patience.
0: All right. Welcome back to the Everything Cast, everybody. I'm your host, Wyatt. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Evan. Oh, uh, going, everybody? Welcome back. So we, we got a couple things that we need to address. Um, so two weekends ago, or two weeks ago, we missed a week we didn't have an episode. Originally, we planned to have my uh, my brother on, and uh, the file got corrupted, and we lost the episode, so we didn't have an episode for that week, so we apologize for that. And then last week's episode came out on Thursday instead of Wednesday, because after, after it aired, we decided to go back and re-edit and take a couple things out, and so... We had to uh, take another day to get the episode out, so we apologize. And I know we didn't we didn't address it in the last episode, and we apologize for that. And so, but there there are there's the answers for those situations. So that that is that is our apology. We are sorry. And we were. I was very upset about that because, uh, like I said, we had my brother on, and he was uh, supposed to be our first guest. You know, so that that had me pretty upset that that episode was gone. You got anything to add, Evan? Uh. No, hopefully it doesn't happen again. Uh, I know we've had a few with the recording before, but... Yep, but this episode is a very special episode because we also have what would be the first guest on the Everything cast. And so I hope you guys are excited because I am freaking excited. So this person, she is a homeowner, the mother of four sons, drives a big Ram truck, has bright pink hair, and goes by many names, but the most important one being my mother mom how are you
1: doing good why yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be here
0: yeah you know me i'm well, always, think...
1: will, always willing to sit down and chat yeah
0: yeah i th- uh, i thank you for filling in especially on such short notice i really no appreciate problem. it no but no um problem
2: at all.
0: yesterday yesterday was a pretty um pretty important day for you yeah
1: <laughs> Yes. Yes. It was. Well, I, I wanna know in what aspect you mean, because many exciting things happened yesterday.
0: <laughs> well yeah, yeah. That's that's just <laughs> what I mean. It was just uh, it was a good day.
1: Oh, absolutely. Today, a
0: day of celebration.
1: Oh, absolutely. We had a long, fun filled day yesterday. That's for yeah. sure.
0: What was so, the occasion?
1: Um, my twenty fifth wedding anniversary.
0: Yay, that's awesome. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. It's awesome.
1: Thank you. Thank you. That's a long road. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so it was a fun-filled day. Me and your dad spent the day. We both had the day off together, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: we took advantage of it, and we spent the day driving around, going to different casinos, and trying to win some money.
0: Oh, yeah. That's always a good way to spend an anniversary.
1: So, we you were know, what, three, I <laughs> we went I to three ahead. different. St- we were in three different states and went to three different casinos yesterday. Oh wow! So yeah. Oh
2: yeah. Eat a lot fun. of good food.
1: We had decent food. Yeah. Yeah, I just we took the time for a good meal today because we knew we would be on the road yesterday. Gotcha. And, you know, me and your dad were night owls. Right. So a lot of times, like, when we're at the casinos and stuff like that, their steakhouses and buffets aren't open. Gotcha. So a lot of times we're just picking up something. I mean, I can't complain. We went to our favorite Chinese food place before we got on the road, so we had some good Chinese food, nothing too heavy or, you know, greasy.
0: Right. Right.
1: I mean, cause you are, you're in the car most of the day you're driving around or you're sitting in a casino.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: The dark cave to spend your money.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So, <laughs> you don't know yeah. if it's daylight outside, dark outside. So yeah, yeah, we do, but we did go for a good meal today before we nice. went shopping. So
0: nice. Yeah, in my uh my 24 years of life, I, I have yet to make it to a casino.
1: Well, good luck with that now.
0: <laughs> yeah. What about you <laughs> Evan? You- have you have you made your way around?
2: Oh, uh, I've definitely been to a few.
0: You got uh, any good stories? Uh Mostly all just been good. I'm not completely broke, so I guess that's a plus, right? Yeah, always. I've been to uh, Vegas, uh, some in Wyoming. Wow. Uh,
1: we went to vegas for our 20th wedding anniversary so five years ago so that was that long ago yep
2: doesn't feel like it
1: no it does for me it feels like it was too long i need to go back (laughs) (laughs) but it's expensive so oh yeah
2: oh i'm sure and i
1: especially for two of us you know yeah i mean It's me and your dad. So I got to have money for both of us to spend. Right. Yep. Like this was a good enough little trip. I actually won a decent amount of money yesterday. So I can't complain. It was, it, 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 whoa. Stutter, right? You got this. (laughs) Right. But it was, it's, it's super exciting. I tell you, I was so awestruck yesterday. I won my biggest jackpot ever. Hell yeah. A little,
0: Congratulations.
1: A little over a thousand dollars. And Hell it was yeah. so amazing to see that wh- that's wheel spin and spin. And, you know, you see it coming up to the grand. Right. And, and I'm looking at the numbers on the side of it. There's $120 and $50. So I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to win either one of those. Right. And click, click, and it stopped dead in the yes. center. And my heart started racing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was yeah. crazy. I start sweating.
2: Yeah. That's yeah, super your dad, exciting.
1: It, oh, it was. I mean, it drew the attention of everybody around me. Cause, oh, you know, the just magic- ask oh, yes, absolutely. I mean... Especially because I had literally just sat down, and it was my second spin.
2: Wow. And
1: I got the wheel spin. So, of course, you know, the machine is screaming and yelling and lighting (laughs) up that I have the wheel spin anyway, so people are paying attention. Gotcha. So, and sure enough, it landed on that big red square that said grand, and it started flashing, and I didn't even know right away how much I had won. Right. So I'm just looking at the screen all over the place. Like, where's the amount? Because I didn't, I well, it's a progressive, so it slowly builds up as people play games. Gotcha. Right. So, yeah, I... It was a thousand sixty-five dollars. Fuck yeah. So it was nice. It was super yeah. nice. And you yeah, know especially people, on
0: a day like that.
1: Exact oh well it got better the rest of the day too. So I mean yeah. it just we were on a roll, that's all I can say.
2: <laughs> Hell
1: yeah. And you and you have days like that and you just go with it, but you have to know when to walk away. That's the biggest thing.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, no one to hold them, no one to fold them.
1: Absolutely. So, but yeah, it was super exciting. I had, Like Hell I said, yeah. the people around me were cheering and clapping and I'm sweating, I'm getting nervous <laughs> and I'm shaking. Luckily, your dad was right there behind me. And, you know, and he had asked. Like, literally right before that, he's like, you know, I'm not doing so well. You want to maybe drive over to Blue Chip and go play over there. Right. And, I mean, the last time I was at Blue Chip, I won five $600. So I was like, okay, but you know what? There's this machine over here that I saw earlier. I want to play this 40 bucks. Gotcha. see what I do. And I sat down, and my second spin, I got the wheel, and... Wham, bam. And,
2: and ding, ding ding, was, ding, 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 ding,
1: Yeah. And the nice, I mean, honestly, the best part of it all is it was literally like right under where you have to pay taxes. Right. right? So I got to take all that money home with me. So that's always a nice thing.
0: Mm-hmm. you know.
1: And I mean, that's what the guy said to me that was next to me. He's like, ooh, right underneath. You don't have to pay taxes on it. <laughs> What, you know, what how
0: much do you at what
1: point do you have to start paying taxes on it? Um twelve hundred dollars. Okay, nice. So I mean I had a little room in there, it could have been a little bit more, yeah. but I wasn't pushing for yeah. <laughs> I'm <Right>. not greedy. <laughs> right. So but yeah, so then of course, after we won I won the money, went and cashed my ticket in, and we had to go to the bar and have a drink. Of course. <laughs> Your dad's drink was a little bit stronger than he expected. So I was said, we better not drive over to the other casino yet. Let's here's a couple hundred bucks. Let's go play together. You know, right. pick a machine and we'll both take turns hitting the button. And we did that and we got a bonus on some weird wizard game. That's all yeah. I can couldn't tell you. I know there was a wizard or something maybe involved.
2: <laughs> gotcha. <laughs>
1: The drinks were strong, (laughs) but it worked because we ended up getting the bonus and we won a minor jackpot, which was $400. So yeah. yeah. Plus all the extra in the bonus, we ended up winning like 550 bucks. Oh, I I was like, we are on a, and, and I turned and looked at your dad and was like, see, you said you wanted to leave. Yeah. I was like. Let's just stay a little bit longer. But we did end up leaving and driving over to Blue Chip, which is only like 20 minutes, 30 minutes away, which is another casino. Yeah. And your dad won there. He won like three, 400 bucks. I play, I was still playing with the original amount of money that I went to the casino with.
2: Nice. You know, so.
1: but yeah so i was playing here and there i got really excited about this one game but i just couldn't get the bonus i wanted yeah and i I had to walk away because i was like i'm not giving you all my money (laughs) smart you know so i mean i literally was i played the game for like 20 minutes at blue chip and I actually got the bonus and was up like 50 bucks. So, okay. When we left Blue Chip, we went a little bit further north, about another 30 minutes north, and we went into Michigan. And we went to, I think it was Four Winds. Yes, in New Buffalo. And okay. that is actually on an Indian reservation. Okay. So rules are a little bit different, not that you would notice, I think, until you go to pay like taxes and stuff like that. I don't know if you have to pay taxes. I've never won anything. I've never gotten what they call a hand pay, where the attendant has to go out and pay you. So I don't know the, all the rules to that. Right, right. So, But we did see, very interesting, I had never seen the tribal police before. They were at the mm. casino.
0: Were they cool looking?
1: Yeah. I mean, they just looked like regular police officers. Oh, oh, okay. Like they had their cars out front that said tribal police. Mm. Literally seven on the side. Eight, yeah. yeah. So I mean it was interesting. To, but that I will tell you, four wins. I definitely plan on going back there, not because I won, but I just didn't get to spend enough time there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Because the casino itself is just magnificent and beautiful, and wood grain everywhere, and it feels like a giant log cabin. So, that's very cool. cool. And, like I said, I just didn't get to spend enough time there because we ran out of spending money. And I said, Okay, that's enough. It's time to go home because I'm going yeah. home with a profit. So, yeah. so. Because I think when we were at Four Winds, I found another version of that game that I played at Blue Chip that I really liked. Uh-huh. So And I literally sat on that machine probably an hour. Yeah. Your dad, and, and I mean, I literally walked in the casino and I found it and I sat down. Your dad's like, yeah. are we going to walk around the casino and see what they have? I'm like, you know where I'll be
2: yeah go ahead um,
1: you know i said i don't mean to be rude but i found this game and the bonuses were really high and i'm like i want to sit here and see if i can get this bonus i said i got it over at the other casino so i'll try here right i didn't but oh well Valiant i tried effort. oh yes i did and it was a while i sat there playing that game usually you're you sit at a machine you know Maybe 15 minutes if you're lucky, you know, by the, well, at least for me, I mean, I get up and I move around a lot when I'm in the casino. So, and that's just in the big casinos.
0: Yeah. So I just want to go and play some blackjack, you know,
1: Vegas is the best place to do that. Yeah. You can honestly find the cheapest tables in Vegas. Mm-hmm. If you go during the day to like Excalibur, or New York, New York, you can find $5, $10 tables. These local casinos that we drive to last night, they had 15 and $25 tables. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. I'm, yeah, that's too high for me.
2: Yeah, that pretty yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's a lot.
1: So, so, yeah. So, I stick to play in my slot machines where I can do two, three, $4 max bets, you know, try to yeah. find the ones that have the best odds. Sometimes me and your dad, we put our money together that and we go play in the high limit room. Oh, really? Yeah. We've seen a guy when we were in Aurora win $10,000. Holy in shit. The hi- yeah, in the high limit room. It was pretty cool.
0: That's awesome. So,
1: yep.
0: in the in my uh, in my in the intro I did for you, I mentioned that you have four four sons. Yep. I want you to talk talk about what it was like to raise four four boys because we weren't just a the typical run of the mill boys. Two of us had ADHD and two of us have ADD. And you know, I'm fairly I'm fairly confident that my daughter has ADHD, and it is a pain that has to deal with just one. I I could not imagine doing four all from the span from the age of 6 to newborn. So how would you do it?
1: It was rough, but it was fun. You know, the best part was the fact that I got to stay home with you guys. Right. We made certain sacrifices so that I could do that. Yeah. Cuz I'm not even going to lie, there was no way I could afford daycare for four kids under the age of six right
0: <laughs> So, yeah I, I mean you know, it, the whole paycheck would have been just going just to daycare at that exactly
1: point. It, exactly I mean there were times when you guys were younger that you know like when the walkers babysat you guys for me for cheap money you know and I could go to work and bring some extra money in you know otherwise we did without right but it but it was fun it was stressful it was crazy and wild and mm. you know we always used to make up the rule for the summer was why what was the rule for the summer
0: yeah no hospital visits
1: yes <laughs> let's try to make it through the summer without having to go to the emergency room
2: yeah there weren't there many, weren't too many <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs>
1: That's why it was a serious goal for us. Yeah. You know, I mean, we tried to keep bodily injuries to a minimum. Yeah. It couldn't always happen.
0: <laughs>
1: <You're> <laughs> but... said done. Yes, very well, much dude, there so. Was,
0: there were some years that we ended up in the fucking hospital, like, four or five times during the summer, I felt like. Because I know for, like, when I busted my head open, I busted my head open twice, twice within two weeks. You know? Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, they,
1: wa- they, they wanted to call DCFS on us. I'm sure. It's not very often you have a, a young, you know, child in the emergency room with head injuries. And within like three weeks of each other. Yeah. The first one hadn't even healed yet when he crashed and burned again. <laughs> yeah. So...
0: Dude, it was terrible, too, because so the first time I I did, I like went off a ramp. And when I was midair, it was I was on a pedal bike. And when I was midair, my like I turned my handlebar. And so when I came down, I just went straight over the handlebars and just smacked my forehead on the concrete. Right. And then. uh, With no helmet. Yeah. Yeah. And then so like two, three weeks later, my head's still all wrapped up and shit. And my older brother takes my bike out and then doesn't bring it back. Well, mom starts calling us in because it's late. And and so I was like, oh, I'll just jump on and bring it back to the bike rack, right? And when I was riding the bike, I hit a piece of asphalt and my front tire slipped out. And so I just smacked my face off the asphalt again, right? So then I get up and I'm trying to walk back to the door, but there's so much blood. It's like fucking up my vision. Like it's just pouring into my eyes, you know? So I'm like constantly wiping my eyes, but there's so much blood, right?
1: And what you have to understand is Bubba at this point is running upstairs.
0: Yeah. And then so Dustin...
1: (laughs) Yelling, why it's bleeding again? Why it's bleeding again?
0: <laughs> right. So. And then and Dustin's on his bike and he rides past me, looks me dead in the face, and I make eye contact with him. And mind you, I'm screaming, right? I'm crying, I'm, crying, I'm freaking out, the blood's fucking everywhere. And he just Yes, looks at he's me he's like you were what, like five, six,
1: six, <laughs> seven he's just like somewhere Ew.
0: there. That's <laughs> how he <laughs> said you know, and just kept riding his bike. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I
2: didn't know that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then I think it was probably like uh, uh, the next summer after that. I watched Dustin cut his finger off in, in the bike chain. Yep.
1: Oh man, that
0: was that was crazy.
1: Yeah, the tip of his finger—it was barely hanging on, barely <laughs> hanging on. But dude, oh, he
0: yeah. took it like a champ, dude. Like, uh, yes,
1: he did. He watched them stitch it right back on. Yeah, yeah wow. and
0: D- Dustin, by the way, is my older brother. Uh, Cause yes. I, I'm a, I'm a middle child. I'm the second oldest. Right. So,
2: He's number uh,
1: two,
0: right. <laughs> Out of four. <laughs>
2: and, I always
1: uh, have to number you guys for people. Right.
0: <laughs> so, and so we're like, uh, you know, when you ride your bike a lot, your, your back tire tire will shift and your chain will fall off all the time. Well, we, so my brother was putting the chain back on and he got his finger caught in the spoke. Right and then he just like backpedals, pulls his finger out and then just stands up meanwhile i'm just standing there watch watch that happen and i'm freaking out and he's just remaining calm and he's just like holding his finger together and then i'm i just like f- like freeze and stand still and he starts walking towards the door gets to the door and he can't open the door because he can't let like, go of his finger so then mm-hmm. he starts calling for me and then i was like oh shit! and so i hurry up to run over there yeah and then he had to go to the hospital
1: yeah right. Do you yeah. remember, well, do you remember your stitches in the forehead because yeah, of your yeah. cousin? Yeah. Yeah. I Well, yeah, to so that's... It. Oh, that's a whole nother well, I'm
0: story. Sure. Like, so uh, we had a couple older cousins that were like a decent bit older than us. And so like we would wrestle them and we would like do three versus them or two versus him, you know, because they were older and bigger. So one time me and my little brother we were wrestling my, my older cousin and he like just took our heads and slammed them together. And it, my brother was just at the perfect height and just busted open my eyebrow. And so oh. I had to go into stitches for that. That yeah. was Yeah. No. We'll do we'll, what I remember <laughs> most about that is they didn't see us right away when we got to the hospital. It went to the emergency room. They made us sit and wait. And I just remember freaking out cause I thought I was going to die cause it was bleeding so bad.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, (laughs) but I didn't. So I guess. And
1: then, even in white, I don't. You don't even remember. I can't imagine you remember this because you were even younger than Dustin. You know. And then I spent the time in the hospital when Dustin got bit by the dog. Oh,
0: dude! I see. No, I remember the day. I remember like uh, events leading up to that point. Because I remember me and Dustin went over to the side of the garage and we're like trying to like mess with messing with the dog and petting the dog. Well, I don't know if we were petting the dog, but I know we were messing
1: hey, with the dog. Wait, you need to stop right there because, you uh-huh. know, the amazing part of that whole story is you are only two years old in this story. Really? Yes. Oh. Wow. Dustin was three years old when he got bit by the dog. So that makes hey. you two. Yeah. So even the fact that you have any type of recollection of this scenario is amazing, honestly.
0: Well, that's crazy because uh, in a couple episodes ago, we were talking about our earliest memories. I didn't know I was that little. I, I don't recall being that little for that. But I think I think it's just like uh, the trauma that came with the situation is why I re- I remember it. You know what I'm saying?
1: Right. Right.
0: So. But yeah, I because mean, I I, rem- I remember like Dustin sticking his hand in there, and then uh and then like the dog bites down, and I remember telling him, like get back, get back, and and he's like I can't, I can't, and then like shortly like, because there was like a four or five second span where he was just like in shock and he wasn't crying or doing anything yet, you know? Right, right. And then and then that's the, up to the point that I remember, and then once he started screaming, that's where everything kind of uh, then lost memory. Okay. So.
1: Okay. Because what how. I was told what happened was at that point, Billy, who is another three-year-old little boy,
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: grabs Dustin and pulls him away from the fence. And it, I think it was at the point where the dog was trying to adjust back down onto his arm to bite down again. You know what I'm saying? You know, he bit yep. down the first time, bit down again. And I think as he released to try to bite down the third time is when Billy grabbed him and pulled him and pulled him out of the fence.
0: That's crazy.
1: Because the fence actually did damage to his arm, too.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yes. So.
0: So what was the as, outcome? Well, like broken bones wise, like what what was.
1: Um, He actually got pretty lucky. And I think it was, oh, why you're testing my memory.
0: That's what we're here for.
1: Because I'm not sure exactly. Because I want to say there were fractures. Okay. And a little bit of damage to, like, his knuckles and some muscle damage. But I don't think there was any actual broken bones.
0: Really? That's impressive.
1: Because well, yeah, because that dog literally bit through his hand. Yeah. From one side. But it went between like the bones and his knuckles. But then if you look at it, his hands, the knuckles are spread of the teeth. fence were scraping on his arms. He has scars. Yeah. So but he was in the hospital for four days. They Holy did shit. they did actually knock him out put him under anesthesia to go in and clean all the wounds and stitch them up properly just because of the fact that he was three years old and they knew he was never gonna sit there right and let them scrub inside these wounds like they needed to yeah so the best option was just to knock him out for a short period of time scrub because that's the biggest complication with dog bites
0: is like the bacteria and the wounds. yes
1: is infection like because they can go in and sew up the holes and all that stuff but a lot of times what that happens is it traps bacteria inside right so yeah it was yeah it was like four days of extreme anxiety. There's a train coming by, so if you can hear it, I'm
0: sorry. Okay, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure, dude. That's gotta be terrifying. I mean, I couldn't imagine and having I to mean, sit bedside next to your child while while all this shit's going on. You know what I'm saying? Well, and then because uh,
1: on top I, of that, so okay, so yes, I have this going on. On top of that, I have you. You are still at the babysitter's house that this happened at.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Because I came to the babysitter's house and we took the baby and we went to the hospital. And you are still at the babysitter's house, which is the neighbor right. where this dog just bit him. All right. So now, so now I have you at home and there were other things going on inside my marriage me and your dad were not together at the time we were separated and i was pregnant with bubba so i was i was about six seven months pregnant with bubba me and your dad had separated i had you and dustin and going across the street to the neighbor's house for them watching you so i could work right so now Dustin's in the hospital. You're at the babysitters. I have no way of getting you out of there without leaving Dustin at the hospital by himself. By
0: himself. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, I don't so, I don't know how I don't think I could handle a situation like that because when uh Brit was going through her labor and dealing with all that shit, like I just remember feeling so powerless and that fucking destroyed me.
1: Right. You know, and then yeah, and on top of it, I have two dogs in the house and, that have been trapped in the house for 14 hours because I went to work that morning, dropped right. you guys off. This all happened. Now I'm in the hospital. Dustin's going basically in for surgery, but they're not cutting anything. Right. You know, he's going under anesthesia. He's three years old. I'm pregnant. You know, so I have to start relying on family. Right. Aunt B's nowhere to beef out. Okay.
0: Damn it, Aunt B. <laughs>
1: but, you know, I mean, life takes us in different directions. I can't, but, you yeah. know, and then Papa came to the hospital, you know. We had other family members that showed up. Uncle Bob was there, you know. He, he was a big, huge, huge help, you know. You were getting bounced around, you know, and then so I call Anna. She's got kids your age. Can Wyatt come stay with you Well, I'm up at the hospital and her kids are right. sick. So I don't want to send you over there. Oh okay. No, actually, I think she, I did send you. She went and picked you up, took you to her house. But then she called me later and is like, Wyatt's running a fever. He's not feeling good. Of course. I'm so. like, <laughs> and here we go. And it just leads into a huge roller coaster, you know, of things that were going on and outside things and marital relationships. And it was like oh (laughs) MG. Yeah. It but then there were times that it was just great and wonderful. And you know, I look at it, you know, we used to go to the park and play all the time and run around in the creek and you guys I'm going to catch that rabbit you'd spend an hour running out in that field trying to catch those rabbits at the park and it would exhaust you guys (laughs) I knew we could all go back to the house you guys would pass out you know okay yeah oh oh yeah you could catch that rabbit go get it get it you know (laughs) and you guys you know with our gallon of kool-aid and our peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or plain peanut butter or you know off to the park we went Right. Bags of chips, and especially when we lived in Lockport across you know the street from the big delwood Park and stuff like that, we would go, or when we lived in Lockport there, they had that yeah. you know we used to go spend a lot of time, you know with four kids, it's always expensive to do things,
0: yep,
1: I can't always and you know we were a one income family, so I found a lot of free things to do.
0: Yeah, I remember going to a lot of the party in the parks.
1: I loved those. Those were the greatest things.
0: Yeah, well, I always had fun at those.
1: Yes, those were probably my saving grace when you guys were younger. Especially during the summer, you know. Yeah. You guys would get bored. You know, going to the same kids' house every day, playing with the same kids, doing the same thing at the house, you know, the repetition of summer life you know when you can't afford to go nowhere or do anything and yep. i found plenty of stuff for us to go and do and partake in and yeah party in the park was the best and yeah and so fun. for
0: those of you who don't know what that is it's uh basically like they would put on like a little tiny like basically like a little party and it would have like a bunch of like kids games and they'd have like the bull up slides and all this stuff and it's put on by the cities and yeah, basically you just go there and you know you can bring your kids it's and usually it's
1: it it was the park district that did it and they would get sponsors. Gotcha.
2: Right. So
1: like the bank would sponsor them. And then what do they do? They put a little bank booth out there. Do you remember when I got to go in the money machine? No. Oh they used to do a raffle because the bank the one summer the bank was the sponsor for the party in the parks that year. So every time they had the party in the park, they had a raffle. So everybody who came got a raffle ticket, everyone 18 and older. Right. right. You know, because they gave away like barbecue tool sets and umbrella, you know, small gifts that you get at the bank. But they would also bring the money machine out where you step in the machine and the money flies and you grab as much as you can. Right. And they would always pick someone out of the raffle to go into the money machine and I got to do it one time and it was freaking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. I got like so, 68 bucks.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So, so yeah, you, I you
2: mean,
0: brought up uh, Lockport and uh, I wanted to ask you like was was our neighborhood as bad as I
1: remember it being? I don't And not that it was bad. I mean, yes, it was a low income area. But I will tell you, I was in much worse when I was running around in Joliet and living in Joliet.
0: Yeah, because uh, because I'm sure that like perspective wise, it was a lot different for you than it was for us. Because uh, for for us, you know, I've shared the story before, but um, like m- like me and Bubba and David and all being outside, we were always at risk. You because. <laughs> Like, at any point, like, you know, like, the our local bullies or whatever, we'd come and ride by on their bikes and we'd be getting our asses beat, you know. So uh, so for us, it was always really dangerous just to be outside, you know, on, just on that perspective. But that's obviously, like, kids being kids, you know. So uh, so I'm just trying to, to figure out the perspective switch there is, like, was it just dangerous because we always just, like, we had bullies and we just got beat up, or was it actually dangerous?
1: It was dangerous because you had an older cousin, Matt, yeah and it would dribble down sometimes to you guys because people would find out you were Matt's cousin, right, but yes there it was bad for you guys because there were a bunch of bullies uh-huh so and I mean, we why do you think I tried to keep you guys home with me as much? Your friends could come to our house and play. This way you guys would be in my yard so I could keep an eye on you guys. Right. That was always the theory when you guys were little. Why do you think it was always, yes, your friend can spend the night here. No, you cannot spend the night at their house. That's a whole nother batch of worms. Yeah. You know, and you guys could never understand from your point of view why I would always say no. Right. No. No to it and i look at it and i i guess it's kind of like helicopter mom i guess you would say but too many bad things can happen and
0: well dude it, and we had a lot of bad things happen when we went and spent the night at our friend's house it's like the time we got fucking locked in the hotel room you know exactly and then i remember one time i spent the night at my friend's house and uh like like you like you mentioned this was a low income area and they literally had no food and so i went over there i like like four or five in the afternoon and i did not eat until you came and picked me up like midday the next day
1: yeah and i and i think when you got home and you did eat you threw up yeah because you were like starving and then you ate too much crap and ate too fast and then you threw up i think
0: yeah Yeah. So uh, yeah, like I said, so I just I, I wanted to see your perspective about it because obviously it was a lot different from you know a little kid. Right. You know.
1: No, it wasn't like dangerous in the sense of like gang activity. I'm sure there was drug activity. I wasn't involved in it, so I don't know. Right. But it wasn't like gang bangers and drive bys and stuff like that. It no, it wasn't bad in that sense but it was just low income so yeah you know you get the kids that don't care you know the one kids dad showed up at the house and was like why did your son why did you kick my son out of your house well cuz i told him to stop throwing the damn ball against the house and he wouldn't stop so i told him to go home right oh. he
0: literally came over oh that would piss me off
1: it was that kid
0: that yeah, i know on- yeah
1: yeah. I can't re- I don't even remember his name but yeah, yeah, that kid down the street him. The one who tried to be your friend but his brother beat up Matt and
2: Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the brother
1: Yeah, that's his name. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it wasn't so, uh... like a a bad neighborhood. It was just there yeah. was a bunch of jerk kids around.
0: Mm. Yeah so uh i wanted to ask you uh you know on, on previous episodes we talked about uh me getting in fights a lot and i said that i didn't want to share a lot of my stories of me getting in fights because uh you know when you share an experience like that uh from your perspective you know you're you're exaggerating you're the douchebag you're boasting yourself up so i wanted you i wanted to ask you if you uh out of all the fights that i get in are there any that you remember
1: i'm trying to think i but see that's what i don't remember is i don't remember you guys fighting a lot of kids i mean i knew you guys were out there like messing around i mean what is there else for kids to do right you know you guys were always wrestling and ninja warrior and yeah that was big you know and no it's my turn and pushing each other down and fighting over pokemon cards and mom showing up at my house because
0: yeah i remember that yeah (laughs)
1: you won their black dragon something or another and how could your kids take it and well they won it i don't know what you want me to do (laughs) right they didn't steal it they didn't beat them up for it they didn't they won it
0: (laughs) parents were bitch get off my property
1: (laughs) it kind of came to that like I was like I don't know what you expect. Well, like, you—they need to give it back. No, they're not going to give it back.
2: <laughs>
1: so yeah, it was that. I mean, we've had some interesting encounters. We've had interesting illnesses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah done all yeah. around. It, it was. It was a lot, but it was fun, and it was. You know, to me, I got to raise four of the best boys out there. So, I mean.
0: Uh, thank you. Uh, you remember me but getting uh, kicked off the bus twice in like a yes. month period? Yes. For getting fights on the bus.
1: Oh, you know what? Then that would probably be the most memorable. Now that you said the bus, it was when you punched that kid in the face for Jackson.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. um.
1: Or your brother's and... fight not fight fight Dustin Dustin yeah
0: yeah so uh you know I, I previously I previously shared the story of uh like me, one day me and Bubba were outside playing football in the side yard when living in the house on Argo Lane and um after we got done like the the, the bully kids that always bullied us they were. Uh, we were like playing two v two against him. Me and Bubba won, right? And Bubba went inside to go get water. And when he was coming, like, and when he came back outside, the kids were chasing me. Well, they were already beating me up, but I slipped away and I was running across the street. And Bubba came outside and he yelled out like, "Mom, why Wyatt's gonna beat up again." And then you came came outside. You, you remember this? Oh. And then I fucking like face planted into the tree and broke the tree. No. No. Okay. Do, well, do, you remember,
1: uh, do you have to realize that there were many times that I was outside yelling at people?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And uh, but that those kids that uh, that I'm talking about is who my brother got in a fight with on the bus it was uh, the the leader of the two. And yeah, my brother, he like he got him in some type of like armbar or arm twist and like pinned him against the ground and shit. And then that's when those kids kind of like but finally backed off. And kind of left see, us alone.
1: It, but see that's what i don't understand there was four of you guys and mm-hmm. you guys should have recruited dustin in one way or another as muscle yeah i know see you know what i have and this is what i tell everybody all the time too is i got extremely lucky that you guys never banded together against me <laughs> Because if you would have been smart enough to work together, you guys could have accomplished so much more. But you guys were always at odds together. So it was like everybody was just itching to rat each other out. Right. Which was a bonus for me.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: I'm sure.
1: Because I will tell you, me and Aunt B pulled off some awesome capers because we worked together.
0: Right, I'm
2: sure.
1: Stuff that Papa never knew happened until we got old enough to tell him about them. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, and that was always my blessing in disguise. I always said, because, yeah, if you guys would have worked together, I would have been in trouble. I know I would have been in trouble. But you, especially David, you know, he was like, he was just like itching to run home and tell me everything that happened at school.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: so
0: <laughs> yeah he was our little tattletale but that's yeah for I'm a
1: talking. long time yeah for a long time <laughs> he's still that way he yeah just I know. Ratted, he, he just ratted me out to your dad a couple weeks ago oh, lovely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um you know being a mother of four you've gotta you gotta have quite a few uh you know moments where you just to, just to be so proud Right. So uh, I want you to speak uh, on some of those or one of those or whatever you care to share.
1: Well, you know, each little, you know, you guys have, of course, you know, Dakota is my pride and joy right now, you know, yeah. and will forever be my first grandchild, you know, Yeah. you taking care of her those first few days by yourself with a newborn without your girlfriend because she was sick mm-hmm. amazes me i knew you had it in you but and i was like and he only had to call his mother once <laughs> i tell people this story all the time because it really is somebody as young as you people would think you'd be terrified to be home with the baby by yourself how do i change diapers how do i swaddle her how do i you know But you did amazing going to the hospital. Well, dude, it was terrifying. It was so hard. But you did an awesome job. You didn't make it look scary. You didn't make it look hard. I will tell you that.
0: Thank you. Thank you. That, That means a lot. Thank you.
1: You know, with Dustin, you know, when he graduated high school, that was a big struggle for him. His learning disabilities made things extremely hard for him in school. Yeah, I knew I knew it took him a little extra time, but he graduated, and I'm super happy for him. Yeah, you know that was a proud moment, Bubba graduating high school. Proud, proud moment because he also learning disabilities. He had a very bad speech impediment when he was young. Yeah, like starting in school, you know, he went through a lot of speech therapy. You know. Yeah. to get so i mean he struggled a lot you also your reading comprehension is <laughs> you know
0: yeah yeah well I, was, I, I can honestly that say was... that uh that um a lot of it now looking back did did just fall on me and uh, lack of motivation you know just uh school just wasn't it wasn't it for me you know
1: and right. then once well, i once not, i got in the
0: then things started clicking, you know?
1: Absolutely. I agree 1000% because I saw a change in you when you started taking that in high school. Yeah. But yes, can you remember me screaming and yelling? You have to do your homework. Get up here at the table. Turn the
2: TV's
1: off. Off. And you're going to bed by nine o'clock. So get your shit done. Let's (laughs) go. And I mean, honestly, this is how I talk to my kids. They know <laughs> I, I, it's just the way I talk. It's nothing abusive or aggressive towards them. Mm-hmm. But when I tell you to get the shit done, get the shit done. Mm-hmm. Why do I gotta say it? 10 to, why do I have to say it fifteen times and then get angry <laughs> about it before you do it? Yeah. And I'm talking. This is hours. Hey, you gonna put that away. Hey, you gonna clean up your mess. Yeah. Hey, you're gonna do this. Hey, you gonna do this. You know, hours will go by, and I say, yeah, "Well, I said I'm." You know the. <laughs> no, I have to scream and yell.
2: Yeah.
1: Now, now, not so much. It's just pretty much everybody doesn't do anything. Let's just. <laughs> 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 It is. Yeah, its it has been a big,
0: big change from when we were little to how we are now. I think we've all calmed down quite a bit.
1: Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Thankfully,
0: because um,
1: you were. I mean, there's always... four of
0: us. The real, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was definitely you... a big troublemaker, but if if not, uh, all four not of us, not
1: even that. It wasn't about troublemaking. It was you had the ADHD, which gave you the energy for days. That if I didn't literally tell you, go downstairs, turn turn the TV off or put on a TV, something you're going to fall asleep to now, we're done. Yeah. No more video games, get <laughs> off the X phones away. You know, and I mean, you guys were older. You guys didn't have cell phones when you were younger. Right. So, you know, it was mostly the Xbox or the computers. You know, you know, it's time because I also knew that if you guys didn't get enough sleep, you guys would be horrible in the morning. (laughs) And I was not having it. And you even knew it. You were one of those kids that because of the ADHD, you knew you needed that sleep.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know how many times he would be like, yep, if I don't go to bed anytime soon, I'm going to be an asshole in the morning. (laughs) Yep. Go to bed. (laughs)
0: Yep. Yeah, go to bed. Not now. now i fucking happy when I get four, hour, four hours of solid sleep, you know?
1: <laughs> Me too. Me too. That was yesterday. I, I got home from work Thursday night at 2.15 in the morning. I stayed up till around five o'clock in the morning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I went to bed. I got up at nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and got dressed and we left for the day and then last night we got home at 2 30 in the morning and i went to bed around 3 30 in the morning and i got up at 10 o'clock so i got a little bit of sleep
0: Uh, i got a I got a a parenting advice question for you Okay. Are you uh help your child like manage expectations uh, or like for like setting goals because like um w- like what i'm talking about specifically is like i remember when i was little like every week i, I like picked something different than i wanted to be you know it was like one week i want to be astronaut this week i want to be famous i want to be a rock star you know like what uh what, what do you do as a parent in those situations
1: at dakota's age nothing let her believe that well, she's right, going right. To, you know I mean, as you guys get older, I mean, I've always been honest with you guys about things. sometimes it's just not in a reality, sometimes it's not in a money situation well I and I mean, we kind of went through this with soccer because who knows what could have happened with that? right, but I just I couldn't do it for right. you, you know, so as You guys were, growing up, you kind of knew the situation we were in. You knew we didn't have a ton of money. You knew, you know, extravagant things were not going to happen for us. You know, when I bought my Suburban, that was a huge luxury that I, luxury necessity I needed. Right. You know. Yeah. I I fucking love Suburban as well. My Suburban old girl she's she was the best truck i ever had that suburban so i mean you know we did what we could with expectations i mean dakota's young and you'll learn as she gets older the outlandish things i want to be a princess in a foreign land okay
2: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> <Let's>, <laughs> okay. you know compared to i want to be an astronaut and go to the moon well yeah baby you can do that Let's go ahead. What do you got to start doing? You need to learn about the stars and the atmosphere. Okay, we're going to start teaching you about that. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah.
1: And that's how you start to manage your kids' expectations when they're little. You know, anything they talk about that they're interested in, get a book, watch a show. Nowadays, it'll you can pull up everything and anything on YouTube. And, yeah. You know, so little more easier for me to explain things to kids now than it would be when you guys were little.
0: Yeah, that's very true.
1: And it's kind of weird because I see Dustin, you and Jared in one category. And then David's in a category by himself, because even though you guys were all raised by me and your father, he was raised differently. Yep. And yeah. Yeah. I was always so- there
0: when uh, when that transition happened in our life where, when you went back to work and we finally started having like money and stuff I, I remember being very angry about it you know And uh, oh I'm
1: sure I can imagine I can only imagine
0: like how... David was getting like Nike socks and like all this shit and I'm like dude you and then he would come and complain like mom is so unfair like, bro you have no fucking idea bro
1: right because he didn't he did not grow up as a poor kid you guys did right, right that sucks but i don't know would you have rather had adidas shoes
0: no, than no because i don't even fucking wear that shit now you know no <laughs> uh, i think it was just cool points at school you know it's like going to school and to be like uh you know for like us and our family you know and our extended family like goodwill was cool and then you go to school and be like oh where'd you get this shirt but we got a goodwill and then everybody points and laughs and it's like what what, what did i say you know but Goodwill is fucking cool. Fuck those kids, bro. I'll be shopping at Goodwill for the rest of my life.
1: You guys lived off of hand-me-downs. I used to get yeah. a ton of hand-me-downs from Matt and Christopher and all kinds of people. We actually, You actually had a friend in grade school who was an only child mm-hmm. and extremely spoiled.
0: Yeah, I know what you're talking about.
1: And his mom would literally, like twice a year drop anywhere between four to like ten bags of clothing off at my house because her family would buy all this stuff his she he was the only grandchild, so everybody spoiled this kid ridiculously to the point where it was just an abundance for her, yeah, you know, so she would be just drop off bags of clothes at the house. And I would go through and sort through, and a lot of it still had tags on it. He never even wore, he grew too fast. He didn't get a chance to wear half the stuff that they bought because they bought so much of it.
2: Damn.
1: So, but she was very generous. Right. You know, she would, like I said, you know, we had some very good outside influences when you guys were younger that helped us get through being in that low income bracket
0: yeah yeah that's something that i'm I, i'm super fucking grateful for now and uh is everybody you know i, I was told when um uh, right before my daughter was born this quote and i thought it was so stupid at the at the time right and it was uh it takes two to make a baby but a village to raise one
1: absolutely and i
0: remember and i remember being like not nah, fuck that i'm gonna do it all on my own and I was so fucking wrong, you know, <laughs> to have all to, to have all of you guys around us and uh, to help and support us. It's crucial, crucial,
1: it, and it is absolutely necessary and And for me, it was it was outside of the family realm of people who I remember, you know, that really stepped up. And there were a few people, like I said, this lady. And I honestly can't remember her name, but you said you remember the kid, but he had ADHD Mm -hmm. tube like three times as bad as you.
0: Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was even a lot for me. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, I mean,
0: that was, it It was just ADHD because I could have sworn it was something else.
1: Well, that's what I was told. So that was the diagnosis I was given at that age for him. So, Mm. okay, whatever. He was probably on the spectrum too. I can imagine and that would be
0: my assumption. So, too, yeah.
1: but then there was another lady that uh Kristen, my friend, Kristen.
2: Yeah.
1: Um an ex-boyfriend of hers' mom.
2: Okay.
1: Like I said, outside influences that yep. it's like my cousin's oh, brothers' food, cousin. Right? She would bring us food absolutely yeah, because yeah, she yeah, worked that at a home for handicapped people and people would donate so much food, but it was stuff they couldn't use for the residents. Right. So instead of letting it get thrown out after the donation was made, they would let the employees take the boxes home. Gotcha. Well, she was like the head of whatever. So she would go through and she would always put two, four, two or three boxes together and bring them to me.
0: Gotcha. That's awesome.
1: And this was like once a week. And if I wasn't home, she would just leave them on the porch. But she always made sure she brought us food whenever nice. they had it at work where she could get it. And that was amazing. That got us through, I don't know how, you know, because that was going on for like a year. She was bringing us food while Kristen was dating that guy. Right. But then I had to stop talking to her because of her crazy daughter.
2: Gotcha.
1: <laughs> she was trying to sleep with your dad, and I couldn't have that, so they had to. Right. Back in the day.
0: <laughs> so we got to start uh, rounding out the episode, but I got one last question for you. All right. All right. So okay. For all the the new parents out there, mothers, fathers, or people with young little ones, what what advice you got for them?
1: Oh, I would have to say the biggest thing with your children is patience you have to have patience they don't know everything they should <laughs> do you know what i'm Easy. saying yeah or and not even that you should or that you think they should know and this yeah. starts from the time when they're dakota's age to the time that they're i'm sure my age i'm sure papa gets aggravated with me sometimes about some stuff
2: yeah i'm sure it's yeah. just
1: all about patience I mean, that's the biggest thing I can say because it's so frustrating sometimes and everything has a way of working its way out, you know. So, and a lot of times just watch your reactions to things because sometimes we react a lot worse than it is.
0: Yeah. 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 The only thing I would add to that too is uh, making time for yourself. You you got to make sure that your your mental stability is a one when you're trying to take care of a child, man. Because like you said, yeah, you, your reactions sometimes you'll uh, react so irrationally to something so stupid, especially if you're not getting that that time to yourself, so your time to calm down and recuperate. And
1: yeah, but re- a lot of times when you have kids, you don't have those opportunities, or you have to take them sparingly. The five yeah. minutes you get alone in the bathroom to take a shower, deep breathe, exactly. meditate, let that water wash it off of you. And okay, that's all you're getting alone time. And for me, yeah. it was even more in between. I never had
2: a Yeah, I'm sure. To, yeah. So yeah. you guys and, went to bed. At, yeah.
1: Oh my God, a schedule and a bedtime. Schedule yeah. and a bedtime schedule and a bedtime especially with young kids yeah so important so 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 important that was the biggest thing that saved my sanity when you guys were little a bedtime
0: yeah I remember being so angry about that because I remember you make us go to bed when the sun was still up (laughs) I don't care (laughs) yep
1: sorry don't worry it'll be down in 30 minutes you know but right
0: back then it would suck you know it'd be the, like it'll be summertime and like all right time for bed like the sun is still up what do you mean time for bed
1: I don't care it's almost nine <laughs> o'clock time to go yeah and and seeing the thing was the bedtime routine had to start at 7 30 so yes the sun was up because I would have to do 20 I need a drink I gotta go pee I left my shoes outside I, you know, oh, I forgot to finish this homework I got. So we had mm-hmm. an hour and a half to get all of this circus done before you guys were in bed. So, yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of times the bedtime routine started at 7, 730 at night.
2: Yeah.
1: Sorry.
0: <laughs> no, like I said, I get it now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you. Thank you very, very much for coming on, Mom. It was a pleasure having you. I hope you had a good time.
1: I hope so. I hope I didn't make anybody mad. <laughs> i probably did but who oh
0: you're always can't gonna be something you know
1: can't please everybody oh. i hope that but it was a pleasure maybe next time evan would like to talk with us because I
0: <laughs> you know i i loved hearing the conversation it was great yeah.
1: oh i hope so because you can get us on and we'll talk for hours <laughs> yeah, and yeah hours we could probably I gotta do this say, that, like, uh, let's just put this my... as part one
0: right exactly I mean, i'm sure you'll be back multiple times i'm sure throughout the course of this um mom you are literally my favorite fucking human ever i love you so much thank you for this evan you got uh you got any last words uh no I, that was awesome i loved hearing all the experiences and uh a lot of good inf- information
2: yeah yeah
1: Thanks. Well, right, thank you guys for having safe. me
0: yeah yeah of course <laughs> Uh, drive safe work safe be safe we love you guys peace
1: absolutely love you Wyatt